What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Marcos from the Jersey Grown Podcast. That's right. I am back. We are back. And I do want to apologize really quick with our absence, but there was a lot of things going on. I needed to get some stuff taken care of, but we are all good now, ready to roll into soon to be a new year and there's really like a lot of exciting stuff going on which i'm not going to reveal just yet you're just gonna have to stay tuned and find out for yourself but ladies and gentlemen here we go with a brand new episode of the jersey grown podcast you will by executive by order, executive order declare the taylor ham egg and cheese is, is the, the official breakfast sandwich of the state of New Jersey, and I would say this. Yeah, boy, Jersey local 404. I'm from Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey. Well, if you're from Jersey, you're from Jersey. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Now we're Newark of all places. You know we're gonna get shot. What's really funny is, the fucking bank job away in Sea Caucus, I'm in the middle of the fucking weeds, laying down. Yeah, right, Jersey represent. What's up, everybody? Marcos here. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Jersey Grown Podcast. Again, I apologize for uh, the absence. In the past two months, um, just a lot of things were going on, and I needed to kind of step back and reassess things and made some really big decisions, um, which you guys will find out eventually. I'm not going to reveal it now, but in due time, it will come to those who wait. However, I do want to just maybe uh, talk about a few things uh, since we have been departed. Uh, Just a little bit of news about the film that we did an episode about. Uh, Nice to meet me. Things are going great. Uh, Funding is there. And now we are just waiting to kind of get things into production. And it looks like I think from what uh, Louis said. Um, the writer and director and producer, uh, we're going to start production come springtime. You know, we're going to have a little break here during the winter, which is cool because they want more of a spring full time uh, kind of scenery and backdrop. So, yeah. So that's a little update for that. Um, if you guys haven't checked out that episode, definitely go back in the catalog and listen to it. Uh, so you have an idea of exactly what these Jersey grown folks are trying to do with this film. Now, really quick, actually, I want to just give a, bir- a not a birthday shout out. I'm sorry, but a wedding shout out. That's right. Uh, tomorrow, Saturday, October 13th, a good friend of mine, Alfredo will be marrying the love of his life, Christina. So it's going to be a very fun wedding. I definitely know that because the man has been in the events and, you know, DJing business for, oof, I would say 20 years or maybe a little bit more because he was at it when he was young. So this is the first time I'm going to a wedding of somebody that I used to work with in the events, um, in the events field. And I know this man is very particular with all of the events that he works. So now it being his own wedding I know it's just going to be epic. So again, Fredo, congratulations, Christina. Congratulations. Can't wait to uh, celebrate your day tomorrow. Now, let's talk about Venom. And I mentioned this earlier when I put a post out saying that this was going to be one of the, the topics that we were going to do today. And yeah, man, I mean, 
everybody seems to be kind of hating on it. Uh, the most that I've seen is people are comparing it to a early 2000 or 90s action movie. And that's where they're pretty much saying that's where it should have been made. And it's not fit for current times, which I guess I kind of understand in certain aspects, but it wasn't completely disappointing. All right. If you have seen it, I don't know what your thoughts were. Maybe you can leave a comment, you know, on our Facebook or Instagram or something. But to me, I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, it's not an Avengers or something on that Marvel level, but it's also not a terrible DC movie. And I'm sorry to all you DC fans, but I mean, these DC movies, except for Wonder Woman, I have not really liked their enjoyable to a certain but it was not like oh my god my mind's blown and with venom i feel that i guess maybe it just started off with a bad rap so now people are just kind of brushing it off or giving their two cents to jump on the bandwagon but i'm gonna stand firm and say that i enjoyed it um tom hardy was pretty damn funny with it and I think a lot of people might have been thrown just by that aspect because you see Tom Hardy and he's done such fantastic work throughout his career. Serious things, things that you just like, whoa, that dude is intense. And then to turn around and do something like this, you know, you can't hate on somebody for just trying something different from what they usually do. Um, and we all know that Tom Hardy definitely chooses his projects very very carefully he doesn't just take on every willy-nilly thing that comes on it's like some actors but uh he definitely sat down and chose to do this movie um i don't know how he felt about the finished product but again i enjoyed it i thought it was pretty cool the action sequences were awesome and the banter between you know venom and eddie brock were also really cool now the one th problem i did have was michelle williams now she's another fantastic actress but her role was just so dull i, I kind of just didn't see a purpose of her in it only to serve as a catalyst for Eddie Brock, you know, he, she leaves him and things go sour and blah, blah, blah. But other than that, there was nothing really there. So I don't know, probably that would be the only actually bad aspect that I personally feel. But again, that's me. Everybody deserves their opinion. People might jump down my throat for this, but I want to hear it. If you want to battle me on it, Cool, let's do this. Shoot me a video or DM us or put just a, a comment or something on our social media and we will discuss that. But for me, Venom, I thoroughly enjoyed. So, but again, it wasn't a fantastic, mind-blowing movie, but it also wasn't a terrible movie. So it's just right there in the middle. Now, we're going to move on to a couple of other things here that I just wanted to discuss really quick. Um, it's just that things that have popped up um, over the last maybe few weeks and just bringing up my notes. Sorry about that. But all right. Well, for starters, this whole thing with Banksy, I don't know. Um, if you guys out there have seen the articles and saw what happened, but the famous and mysterious street artist Banksy 
Um, apparently, one of his more well-known um, works, which is uh, The Little Girl in the Red Balloon, was put up to auction out in London. And it was in a nice little frame. People were bidding on it. I think uh, not in euros, but in U.S. dollars, it was like one point four million or one point three million. It sold for. Now, here's the rub. This smart motherfucker, he's a genius, I tell you. Anticipating that one day this uh, piece of work will go up to auction. And we all know he's a man of the people, so he's not big on, you know, selling all of his stuff for millions and millions of dollars. But he thought ahead and the frame that actually held um, the, the artwork, he implanted a shredder, a remote control shredder into the frame. And the moment it sold at auction, and I personally think he was just sitting right there watching everything. And because we don't know who he is or what he looks like, he could do that. And as soon as it sold, he pressed the button and it automatically started shredding in front of everybody. I thought it was brilliant. It was hilarious. So Banksy, well done. I don't know if you'll ever listen to this, but if somebody out there you're listening and you know him by any chance, tell him that was fucking brilliant. So that's one thing I did want to discuss. Now, the other thing, um, I don't want to say it's more of a uh, downer, but we do need to discuss the fact or everything that's going down in Florida with Hurricane Michael. Yesterday, Panama City and Mexico Beach were completely devastated by the Category 4 hurricane. That's right. It was a Category 4 hurricane when it touched uh, the panhandle down in Florida with like, I think it was like wind gusts of 155 or more. And that's insane. And the footage today, the aftermath is just it's so sad. And I wish the best for everybody who is out there, for your friends and family who might be out there. I know that they're still, you know, digging through, making sure everybody's all right. And I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe two deaths have been reported thus far. But let's hope that that's where it stays and um, it doesn't just just keep on propelling to be worse. But again, if there's some kind of outreach program that you guys might know that you feel that Jersey Grown Podcast can help or contribute to, let us know, shoot me a message, and we would see what what we could do to try and help uh, the victims of this hurricane because it it's insane what, what happened down there. All right, we're going to take a little moment, and I'll be back with some more discussion topics. Do you have a business? Are you looking to grow your presence online through social media? Well, I have the person for you. I mean, this is a one-stop shop, ladies and gentlemen. It is a buddy of mine, Roger. He has his own uh, design company called Chino Design NYC. Once again, that's ChinoDesignsNYC.com uh, if you want to check it out. And like I said, man, he 
does everything from social media and building marketing he does video he does search engine optimization web development creative design and print um branding he he is insanely talented and i mean insanely talented and he also designed the new jersey grown podcast logo which i will be putting on social media we have two versions of it that he did and i want to get our audience vote but we'll get back to that later you gotta see it ladies and gentlemen and if you have a small business and you have zero online presence you need to give this man a call all right check out his website again that's chino designs nyc.com so you can see all of his work he's a talented man so give him a call reach out get your business up to par once again chino designs nyc.com all right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so there was another, and I I know I'm usually very happy, and I like to you know put these great stories out there, but there is one thing I did want to discuss, and that was the absolutely horrendous accident that took place uh, in New York over by I believe Albany. Um, where it was a limo uh, filled with uh, a couple of sisters. I think it was four sisters. They were going out to celebrate somebody's 30th birthday party, all right? They had just gotten into the limo ready to start their celebration where the limo blew through a stop sign and got into an accident. And 20 people were killed. That's everybody that was in the limo and two pedestrians and I'm not going to go into like really full detail, but just let that resonate for a moment. If you haven't heard of this story, it was completely tragic Four sisters gone in one shot. I don't, I don't even want to know what those parents are going through, but from the Jersey grown podcast team, I wish them all just all the love and prayers that I can um, because nothing could ever make that right. And I feel absolutely terrible that those that family has to go through that. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to take a few moments to discuss that. Um, all right. So let's kind of sort of switch to tone here. I wanted to talk about this as well. So apparently there was this big concert uh, in Camden, I believe, where it was just uh, it was like a rock festival of some sorts. However, Limp Biscuit, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, Limp Biscuit. If you are from, you know, the late 90s, early 2000, Limp was the shit. And they were the headliners and a couple of other bands were on there, but one of them was Insane Clown Posse. Now, apparently Shaggy Too Dope of Insane Clown Posse and Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit have had this ongoing beef, apparently, which I didn't know about. But during the show down in Camden, um, I think it was like October 6th or something like that, Sunday or Saturday. Wow. Fred Durst was performing Shaggy Too Dope decided to come running on stage and they had already performed because they were one of the earlier bands. He came running on stage and attempted to drop kick Fred Durst while he was performing. The funny part is, is that 
it was an absolute fail and he missed barely touching Fred Durst. And then he fell on the floor and got tackled by security and they threw him out. But if you go online and, and search for it, you can see the video. It's absolutely hilarious. And I mean, hilarious. Now, I want to talk about something else. And I, I've kind of just written these down as I went. I, it, it's been a minute that I've been on here and I wasn't able to really lock in any type of guest to uh, discuss this with. So I'm just giving you my thoughts on stuff. And now here's one. I read an article recently that uh, somebody is saying that in the movie Grease, okay, Grease, that Sandy was dead the whole time, which means that she was never saved when she was drowning. And, you know, like they say in the beginning of the film and how the whole thing started. But apparently they're saying that she realistically she or not realistically but in the story maybe there's a possibility that she was dead the entire movie which kind of to me makes sense of sorts especially you know when grease lightning takes off into the air at the end of the movie i was like wait that maybe might actually make sense and some people are upset saying oh my god you killed the movie for me it, it doesn't change the movie really it's still fun and everybody knows the songs and stuff like that but it's a really interesting aspect uh, and twist on it. So, again, if you have any comments or thoughts about that, let me know. Jump on our social media. Get that chick going. Now, I mentioned it in the commercial for my man Chino Designs, but we have a new logo. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We finally got a logo. Uh, it took me some time to kind of, you know, really get a feel of what I was looking for. But my man, Roger, he, he nailed it. All right. He absolutely nailed it. And the thing is that he gave me a couple of options and I nailed it down to one. And then he was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I forgot. I have this one as well, which he threw it to me earlier this week. So now I'm a little bit torn because I really like both of them. So make sure that you check out our Instagram and Facebook because I'm going to post it up both of them and I want your opinion help me make the decision let me know what you think and why you chose the logo that you chose and by next week I hope to be settled in and ready to rock and roll and get back to making excellent content for you all so I think I rambled on for quite a bit again you know this is the the first one coming back and I apologize um Topics of discussion for later is definitely going to be this new grown or new found love that Kanye West and Donald Trump seem to have. And we're going to discuss that. And I'm going to also have an interview with. Yes, that's right. Roger from Chino Designs himself. I'm hoping to uh, be able to get. Uh, a sit down with him at some point next week so we could have that ready to go for you on the next episode so ladies and gentlemen thank you for sticking with us thank you for you know reaching out a lot of people reached out and said hey you know when's the next episode so thank you for you know keeping that push behind me um here we are we're back again and oh my god i want to tell you the big news and the big changes but i'm not i got a little surprise for you and that'll come later on this month but shh. 
you are not going to find out. So, ladies and gentlemen, be careful out there. Enjoy your weekend, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.